0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here leaves away. Australia away. Sit back and enjoy the stroke play of Big Lanny. This
1: is excellent batting by Ash Gardner.
2: Johnson strikes again. She's on a hat-trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry. The Australian women's cricket team win their fifth T20 World Cup title in front
3: of a magical
0: crowd at
1: the MCG. Hello and welcome to The Scoot. We are the cricket podcast dedicated to the women's game. My name is Emily Collin. And I'm Laura Jolly. LJ. I think we can now officially call this uh, this series Australia versus Pakistan the one day is so far. It's been a it's been the series of Phoebe Litchfield, to, hasn't it? So we've got Phoebe joining us on the show today um, to tell us all about what's been an unbelievable first two one-days in the green and gold for her. So Phoebe hit the hit 50s in both her both her one-days and it's just been unbelievable to watch. LJ, you've been in Brizzy. How has it been watching Phoebe's go about her business? Oh,
3: it's, how good has it been just seeing her get her debut, get the chance at the top of the order? Like, we weren't even sure she'd get that chance or if Meg Lanning might open, but they... They gave her the opportunity and she's just absolutely grabbed it with both hands. I think, know, um, yeah, she showed a lot of patience and maturity in that first match, batting alongside Meg Lanning when uh, it wasn't easy by any means yeah. um, to score and then just looked so, so confident. Second time round batting with Beth Mooney. Um, you know, Moons took a bit of time to get into that innings but Phoebe just came out and played with complete confidence so it's been so cool to see someone at 19 come out and do that
1: 19 and we've like we were we were both watching that game the big bash game where
3: she um,
1: was a 16 year old playing in her first game for the Thunder and I think she came out and hit a really solid knock and ever since then we've been pumped to see what Phoebe can do like she's developed her game in the domestic levels and it's been so exciting seeing her in the last month playing in green and gold. And there's always been this kind of expectation around her and she's had, I guess, the weight of the world on her shoulders, but she's still like this happy little kid. But, yeah, it just seems like she's handling it really well and it's just still the same old Phoebe Litchfield.
3: Yeah, it's amazing. Like, she did the, um, the press conference in Sydney today and heaps of media turned out because, you know, she's obviously captured the imagination with her performance this week and she just handles herself so well. These lights glaring down at her. Big cameras, lots of journalists, and so composed and mature, just like she is out in the middle, I guess. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, yeah. So
1: we did have a great chat to Phoebe. We hope we hope you enjoy it. But um, other series thoughts, LJ? It's been pretty comprehensive, two comprehensive victories for uh, the Australians in the first two ODIs. Australia bowled first in both, so there hasn't been a lot of time in the middle for the Aussie batters. It's mainly been Phoebe making all the runs. It was great to see Meg coming back with a 50 in her first game back as well. And then we had a um, 50 from Beth Mooney as well. But get the feeling that there'll be a couple of other batters who are keen to have a hit in the next one day and into the T20s as well.
3: Yeah. um, I'm not sure what they'll decide to do if Meg does win the toss tomorrow, but surely you you think she might have a bat bat first first just (laughs) just so they can test themselves Mm. and see what kind of total they can put out there against this Pakistan side and and just – yeah, you know, to give the likes of Alex Berry, Tully McGraw, Ashley Gardner, um, all of them maybe a chance to have a bit of a bat and yep. and um, spend some time in the middle. Yeah. Um, and yeah, probably a little bit to tidy up with the ball still. I think um, you know, if not for the extras bowl the other day they would have been chasing about a hundred. So wow. little little bit still to tweak and tidy up, been very convincing from Australia. I wonder what sort of total
1: could be on the cards at North Sydney Oval if Australia bat first.
3: Yeah, if it's a as good a batting surface for batting as it tends to be at North Sydney Oval, um, it could, it could be looking at something very big. Very, and we know imposing. how much Elise Perry enjoys playing yeah. at North Sydney Oval. So if she does get a chance, watch out. Yeah. I think every single
1: person who has any sort of interest in the women's game has enjoyed seeing Meg Lanning back in the green and gold, leading the Australian team. Lj you've been there like has she sort of just slipped into her old routines and is it the same old Meg back at number three uh leading this team
3: yeah she just looks very very relaxed and happy and stoked to be around the group I think we all saw that you know she took that catch in the first game I think of Jess Johnson's bowling and she just looked absolutely delighted um by all accounts she's just stoked to be back around the group loving her cricket and um Ready for, for years to come. I reckon she's got a heap of unfinished business. Oh, that's exciting! It's good to hear. So there's it's been like a little bit happening in
1: the women's game, not just in Australia but around the world. And probably the biggest one, and one of the, it's probably got the potential to be one of the biggest game changers that we've seen for a very long time. In the women's game, and that's been the massive injection of cash, um, broadcast money into the women's IPL that is set to be launching in March. LJ, I'm not very good with the the conversions, but it sounds like ridiculous sorts of money being thrown around, maybe one million per game. How much do you think this has the potential to change the game and the lives of these elite athletes?
3: Yeah, it's pretty outrageous, isn't it? Thinking one point whatever million dollars per game. For this initial broadcast deal like, i you're not sure how much of that's going to flow back into the um mm. the player payment pool but you'd assume that would be pretty big as well and i for me it almost makes me think of the BCCI being have been too conservative with this you know they, they've just gone for the five teams and a short tournament to start off with and they've got this kind of money for the broadcast deal maybe they they should have had eight teams ten teams and a full tournament mm. um but i think if this proves to be a success it could expand quite a bit quicker than perhaps they originally envisaged it's it just seems like the the lives
1: of these players who they've kind of they've experienced playing in leagues around the world with the WBBL um a little bit over in the 100 as well but it just seems like this one this WIPL is going to take things really to the next level
3: yeah I don't think any of us have really any gauge on what sort of sums could be out there right now I've heard um Sort of talk that perhaps the pair top offerings were around the 60k US mark for their tournament, which is pushed back to September. So, and I think that's about what the base payment for the top Indian players for the auction for the women's IPL have been around 60k US. So, we haven't seen what the base prices are for overseas players yet. But if it's a similar sort of starting point, that's a big base to, to build on in a bidding war.
1: Do you think we'll see many Australians entering the fray? And what what players do you reckon
3: are going to be demanding the most cash? I think most Australian professional cricketers will have put their name in the ring because you've got to be in it to be considered. So why wouldn't you? Um, I think... It'd be a big call, almost not to, particularly with this being the first one. Yeah, you know, in the future you might see players making decisions to manage their workload and spend more time at home. But with this being the first one, I think it'll be you'll see a lot of people, not just the nationally contracted Australians, but um, I know you'll probably see a lot of domestically contracted players putting their hands up there too. Um, but it's gonna it's gonna be fierce a fierce contest. I don't think. There's been real concrete details coming out yet, but it sounds like there's probably going to be a maximum of maybe six overseas players per squad, five or six, so that's only 25 to 30 spots. So, it's going to be fierce competition to even get amongst those, That those ranks for the first tournament.
1: Yeah. Who would you if you got one one Australian you can pick, who who's your first picked Aussie in your women's IPL team?
3: That is a great question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I would go for Beth Mooney. Who would you pick? Mm, I was going to say Beth, but now you've said Beth. uh, Closely followed by Ash. Yeah. I think either of those two just, like, they've got, like, kind of, like, different players. Like, Beth is obviously ultra consistent. You can just absolutely bank on her to make runs, which is massive. And she's also a keeper, which is um, also vital. Ash, like, she's got that X factor. She can um, take the game away from you. She can win the game with a bat but she's also yeah a spinner um which over in India could be very useful so I reckon those two yeah they're gonna, they're gonna be hot property
3: yeah and performances over in India can play a big role in attracting the attention of these teams not that teams yeah. have been decided yet but I'm sure all the interested parties watch those T20s really closely in December and saw what Harris was doing I mean surely she's given herself a red hot chance of getting a totally Ig fee with those performances and elise perry too with the the two unbeaten this two knocks of
1: 70 she hit it's going to be very interesting it's going to be so so fun to watch it all unfold and see see who who demands the most money um another person that would love to see see in the women's ipl we was chatting off air before and that leads us into the wncl laura harris like what did she hit uh yesterday in the wncl 80 off 30 something 80 (laughs) like 30 in a one day -er, Laura Harris must play in the women's IPL.
3: (laughs) There was no chance of Queensland getting the bonus point. They were crawling, chasing 210, and then Laura Harris comes out, hits 80 off 30, and they they easily get a bonus point. Just crazy. Crazy, crazy. It
1: was a jam-packed day of WNCL yesterday. A few upsets on the cards, a couple of centuries. LJ, I
3: know you had one eye on it. What were some of the highlights? Um, I think the absolute highlight was seeing the ACT get their first win of the season, and to do that over the reigning champions was even better. Um, Katie Mack... And Reeks both batted really well to get them to 260. And then they, they defended it superbly, even though Heather Graham hit a ton. Polly Felling got the all-important wicket of Heather Graham, just when he looked like they were going to get home reasonably comfortably. And then Gabby Sutcliffe came in, took two wickets and two balls and sealed the win. And I just Can love seeing the, the reaction scenes. They were so oh, happy so and, and they worked so hard and waited so long for a win this season, so I was stoked for them. Oh, pumped. And remember, you can,
1: not only you can use stream all the WNCL action live and free on cricket.com.au, we've also got all the highlights, all the match highlights are available to catch up on if you missed any of the action. But for now, uh, we'll let you get back to listening to, a yeah, as we said, a really fun chat with the woman of the moment, Phoebe Litchfield. So she's up and about after an incredible week. And reminder that the third and final one day is on uh, tomorrow at North Sydney Oval before the T20 action gets underway on Tuesday thank you as always for listening and we hope you enjoy it Phoebe Litchfield one of the all time favourites of the scoop thank you for joining us today we're pumped to have you on the show Phoebes you got your first two ODIs under your belt 50s in both firstly massive congrats to you um must have been a crazy week for you Phoebes. how are you feeling how are you handling everything like just tell us how it's been for you yeah I've had this
2: question a couple of times and I actually I don't really know how to answer it like it's it's been probably the best like you you dream of it and then it sort of it came to fruition and you go wow okay um and probably only, it's probably only probably only going to sink in after um after I head home but um yeah I couldn't have asked for a better start I guess and um yeah it's just all gone to plan
3: yeah how have you tried to like stay grounded this week while um all this has been going on and you've been doing all these press conferences and tv interviews and all of that um
2: I think just you know talking to my family talking to my mates um yeah not not uh dwelling on the uh sort of prospect of you know all that stuff but um yeah I, I don't know I've just been sort of living a normal life getting out with the girls and um Yeah, just enjoy it. Oh, that's
1: good. And assume, like, your phone's been blowing up a little bit over the last week. Any random messages popping up from long-lost acquaintances or
2: anything like that? That's exactly it. It's literally, like, whoever I've known in, you know, any situation, like, old coaches, like, kindergarten teachers, um... You know, uh, a guy I played in, like, under 10s in club cricket, it's like, hello, oh, my God. And so, yeah, it's it's been really nice to get messages from everyone. How do they message you, like, on Instagram or something? Yeah, or, like, they get my number through someone or, you know, <laughs> Snapchat from, like... No, I had them on Snapchat when I was like ten <laughs> and
3: were, or ten, like twelve, and then it's just like, oh, I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's it's been so really good. Really nice. Everyone wants yeah. a piece. <laughs> <And> it's <laughs> been like a pretty amazing month for you, going to India for the T20s, and then coming back here, making a ODI debut, hitting the run, winning runs in both matches so far. Um, has it sunk in yet? And what's been the best bit?
2: Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think scoring runs has probably been a highlight, but also, like, I think my, the India tour was probably um, the best thing uh, and debuting over there. I think it, it sort of – I didn't think I'd be picked on that tour, so to go over, um, you know, sit in a first-class flight, that was just ridiculous. Um, and then um, – Mum was like, what was the highlight of the trip? And I was like, oh, not the first class. Flight. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but maybe. Nah. But maybe not. No, no. Um, But, yeah, just the experience over there with all the fans and um, – yeah, playing in front of that crowd was ridiculous. Well, like Laurel, you were there, so um, it was it was just amazing.
1: Yeah, it looks totally wild. But Phoebe's let's sort of go. Yeah, let's kind of take it back to um, before that India tour. So, firstly, tell us where you were, what you were doing when you got the call. Was it from Flags that you were getting on that on that plane? You got the got the first class ticket that you were off to off to India for the first time.
2: Yeah, I was at, uh, just before training. I think we had fifteen minutes or so before we started and we're all just in the physio room and I, uh, my phone was somewhere, I think it was in the change room and I got my Apple watch. So it like came up Sean Flegler and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> so I like ran to, the, um, ran to the locker room and like picked up my phone. I was like, hi, um, and yeah, it's just sort of like went on and, and then he said, yeah, we're going to take you. And I was like, holy, holy my God. And then, um, then I just had to go like back into training and I was just like, <laughs> Ooh. Smiling, Did your teammates notice? No, 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 no. Played, played a poker face, but yeah, and then told mom and dad
3: um, soon after. Yeah, so they were the nice. first people. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You were able to tell? Yeah. How were yeah. their reactions? Yeah, they
2: were, they were super pumped. Um, pretty proud, so, uh, yeah, it's pretty
1: cool. Nice. So, obviously, yeah, your fam was on the other side of the world when you were over in India, but we saw they got a lot of um, lot of TV action that they were <laughs> uh, with you in Brizzy. How special was it for you to have them there at Allen Borderfield when you were making your one-day debut?
2: Yeah, it was special. I think Mum Mom was thinking of coming over to India, but... Oh, yeah. um, pulled out in the end, but it was really nice to have them up there um, a few days ago. And yeah, I just can't get over them on the big screen. They just, they loved it, I guess. Your mum's
3: been a major hit. Does she um like bringing a camera along to games and taking photos of you? Oh my god, how funny. <laughs> it was the camera? Sorry, no. <laughs> there are professional
2: photographers like employed when she's there with her camera, like. <laughs> It's like I need to get the moment. And then she sent them to me like via email. And I was like, Oh, thanks much <laughs> Iconic.
1: Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so it's so funny. And and your grandma as well. Like she was she just looked so cute up in the stands. Like she did not have like she did not take the smile off her face at all. Was was she really pumped to yeah. be there as well?
2: Yeah. It's a it's a big trip up for her. So um yeah, she was just so excited that I scored runs and um, you know, the grandmas come every so often and I get a duck or something. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, to, to actually score some runs and for her to be there was pretty special. So, yeah.
1: And, Phoebe's we know, like, your dad has played a massive role in teaching you how to bat and teaching you how to play cricket, really. What were, like, what's been yeah. his messages over the last month? Have you spent a lot of time chatting to him about the way you've been going about it, your cricket, and how you're approaching your life in the Aussie team?
2: Yeah, he's he's been amazing for my cricket career, career. He always, you know... Keisha grounded says, you know, it's actually not as bad as you think and sort of, he, yeah, has a different perspective on most of my other coaches. So it's, it's really nice to sort of have have chats with him. Um, But yeah, the past sort of month has been um, pretty exciting and um, yeah, you know, a paragraph message after each game. It's quite, it's quite nice. It's sort of a, sort of a tradition we have. So um, yeah, it's nice to hear his, his words, but um, he actually missed both of my innings, um, cause he was doing surgeries. So oh. he's uh, had to watch, watch the game. He goes home at like six, watches the game and calls me at about 11 and goes, yeah, well batted. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been, it's been nice, but I'll have him there on, uh, tomorrow. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, very good. And the messages, does he sort of like, do you mainly talk about like technique and
1: like little things like that? Or is it sort of more about how you're approaching it and just kind of reflections and so happy for you and that, that sort of stuff like what's kind of the vibe
2: yeah a bit of both like um he sees a, a lot if there's something wrong um or something that I can do better he'll he'll mention it um not that I always do it but um and then it's mostly just mindset and yep. you know situation and um sort of bowlers and stuff like that but yeah and is your dad does he still play cricket uh he doesn't he well, he's just too old he's got uh, got some metal hips and um, stuff like that so but we we did. I was actually sorting through um, some stuff the other day and found an article of us um, that was like, oh, the two Litchfields batting together, and it was us in like third grade, in oh. I don't know, 2015 or something. Uh, it was the cutest photo. So we yeah, we used to play together, um, and he used to play first grade um, back in Sydney back in the day. But yeah, that's fine. So good.
3: And we know you got into camp in Brizzy last week and played the GG 11s game. But when did um shell tell you that you were going to be making your one day debut and that you'd be opening the batting
2: yeah um shell sort of told me before training um that day and i reckon i batted for like two hours i don't oh, so stupid <laughs> i sort of had a little hand niggle and they've been like okay just don't don't bat for too long and um as soon as she told me i was like okay i gotta get ready <laughs> and, uh, I, was really excited. I thought like Lenny um meg would open and then everyone just would shift up mm. so um yeah spent way too long in the nets but i guess it paid off
1: absolutely and I guess you mentioned, Pheebs, um that you were having, like, I guess after Shell told you that you were going to be opening the batting on debut, that you were having a lot of thoughts about how you were going to approach it and everything, like talk us through how you were feeling that night and did you do anything different to your standard pre-game routine to try and sort of chill out and calm the nerves a little bit?
2: Um, not a whole lot. I just, you know, did what not on the, on the day when I got there, but, um yeah woke up just had my wheat mix um it was funny like mom and I would just like look at each other across the room and be like oh my god like it's actually happening um so that was sort of nice and it was just so nice to have mom there yeah. um sorry the emails okay. um it was so nice to have mom there um just to calm the nerves and it sort of felt like home it just felt like you know driving me to cricket on a Saturday
3: sort of thing so that was nice but yeah I guess you you would have spent time on tour with the thunder and stuff in the past, but what's it been like touring around with an Aussie team? And is it everything you, you thought it might be like, or have there been anything that surprised you about how it all operates?
2: No, it's it's pretty pretty similar to most. Um, actually, no, nah, it, it's sort of different in a way. I think mm. I find it quite you know intimidating coming in because it's like all my idols. So I'm like, oh, you know, do I get to hang out with these people, or you know, who do I go out to dinner with? But um, Ash Gardner, who's obviously in the New South Wales setup, um, was really good and invited me out to dinner a few times because I was nice. like, "Oh my god, what do I do?" Um, so yeah, that was really nice. And um, but yeah, they're they're a really fun group to be around. Great banter and a lot of a lot of great personalities. Yeah.
1: And like, are there any sort of I, I guess you would have sort of played against a lot of these girls and like in the WBBL and kind of know what they're like. But are there any characters within the team that you've sort of got to know better and become more friendly with in the Aussie team that you didn't know so well before?
2: Um, not a whole lot. I think um, knowing like shooter, um, T-Mac, Dars even, um, they're, they're very funny and um, getting to know Bells a bit more which is nice, um, sort of similar age but yep. um, yeah I've also like sort of I was always so scared of Elise Perry and <laughs> um, I think we we were roomed next to each other in the Oz A and Oz against the um England in the uh, Ashes yeah. and I'd, like see her every so often because we'd be like walking the same way and then realized that our rooms were together and I was like oh my god I'm next to Liz Perry and then um when I was in the team like I was like oh my god how am I going to react around her and then but it's actually quite nice she's been just like she's just a normal person yep. so uh it's been nice to get to know her
3: awesome (laughs) and now you're batting with people like Meg and Beth who you haven't been in the same team with before have they been helping you out at all giving you any tips or teaching you anything
2: um yeah like I think Meg's Meg's been um she sort of delivers her messaging in, in a bit of a different way sort of via actions um uh and then on the park she's so good she was just best batting partner, I think. Um, kept me very calm throughout that innings. I think, yeah. yeah, that first, that first day we were scoring pretty slowly. So I was like, oh my God, like I need to hit out here. And she was like, no, it's fine. Yeah. Just keep going. And I think if I didn't have her down the other end, I probably would have got out on like 20. So um, she's been great. And then Moons is, is awesome. Um, I've got along with Moons pretty well. And we've shared the nets a few times nice. um, and talked about cricket over in India, which is nice. And um, yeah, she's great out there too. two different batters and two different um they go it out in different ways but equally is um equally is I guess uh what's the word like good I guess
1: yeah Yeah. they're they're pretty good and yeah like so batting with Meg and Moons like are you generally quite a chatty person in the middle and did you feel like you could sort of just be normal out in the middle with them or did you sort of have to suss them out a bit and see if you could just be yourself or just let them go
2: yeah it was weird like I I don't know if I am a chatty person. I think it comes and goes with sort of nerves. Yeah. But I do, I do specifically remember like, oh, what should I say? Like, you know, starting with Meg the first day, I was like, oh, like, does she, does she love punch? She didn't go punch. And I like, I hang out, I hung out the hand at, at one point and she like totally disregarded it. And I was like, oh, oh no. Brutal. And then, yeah, yeah, brutal. But um, Rach was the same as that. So, okay. um, so you've been there. Yeah, I've been, I've, I've been, they're just not golf punches. They sometimes are, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, I was like, oh, what do I say here? But, um, yeah, one, once we sort of, I got her gist and then we were like, okay, cool. Meg said <laughs> that you asked her in, during the innings what her favourite shot is. I know. <laughs> I totally just, just, like, forgot we were playing cricket. And I was like, oh, like, I'm really intrigued. Like, is that your favourite shot? Just like, you yeah. know. I was like, oh, cool.
3: cool. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, what's your favourite shot?
2: <laughs> um, of hers. Um, of yours? Of yours. Oh, no. <laughs> um, I don't know. Actually, I think I love. Yeah, cover drive. I like just like when it comes off and it like shoots to the boundary. It's probably my favourite. Um,
3: they're always yeah. nice to watch those times. Yeah,
1: it's been <laughs> it's been very fun. It has been very fun to watch. I think a lot of the fans have enjoyed it as well. Febs, have you sort of, like sort of in those two innings that you've had? did you feel like tell us how you're feeling like were you feeling in the zone were you feeling any pressure or sort of by the time you walked out there and um sort of got the feel got your eye in were you just feeling like just in the zone
2: yeah I I, it, I sort of liken it to some of my first games in the big bash yeah. when I was um, 16 like it's sort of a different feeling I yeah in the zone it sort of goes up a level in international cricket and you're you're just so concentrated like you're just like okay what am I doing what am I doing and you just are on all the time and I feel like yeah you just make less mistakes when you're actually fully on and fully aware and um so yeah I think I'm sort of compare it to that first sort of stint with the Thunder um back when I was 16 I was so nervous and I was like yeah. okay I've got to do the right thing you've got to watch the ball and yeah I think it's it's probably a good way to bat and I just <laughs> don't know why I can't do it more often but um yeah it's a it's cool. How, how do you reckon you've
1: changed as a, as a person and as a cricketer, like since those um, early big bash days as a 16 year old coming out to play for the Thunder?
2: I don't know. I think, yeah, you mature with age, but um, I think just not knowing the game a bit more. I remember my debut, when, um, we were getting flogged and I had, like, I had no idea. <laughs> like I remember batting and I got off the field. I was like, oh yeah, I've scored runs. And then I, and then I like looked at the scorecard after and I was like we just got flogged like we were needing twelves and I had no idea like I was like oh I'm just, I'm just gonna bat like it's my debut and we needed like twelves or thirteens and Al was just up the other end just keep going and I was like okay and yeah we're gonna flog but um so yeah I think just more game awareness and actually know how to put in things together and um yeah sort of thinking about the game in a bit bit more um
3: yeah it was. I know you came out and scored at a quicker rate in the second innings on Wednesday. Was that because Meg wasn't there telling you to chill out a bit or? <laughs> you just felt Not more confident. Enough. I think
2: the conditions, yeah, the conditions were much easier. Um, like I, that first day it was a bit poppy and hard to drive. And then, um, the second, second game, it came onto the bat easier. And, um, I think they dished up a few, few bad balls, which was nice in that second innings and we go off to a flyer, but, um, yeah, both innings were were good in itself, but um, yeah, I liked to score a bit quicker in that second game, which was nice.
1: And Fades, last time you were on the scoop with us, you were telling um, telling us about how your college friends are sort of learning about cricket through you, and like how they're kind of realizing that you're a professional cricketer, and that's kind of what you do that um some of them loved seeing some of the phoebe litchfield news headlines over the last week or so
2: yeah yeah they've been like you're all over my facebook or because <laughs> you know, um, they started following all the pages because i'm like you know um but my favorite one of one of my best mates like one of my best mates and he he rung me the other day and I was, like, after my debut. Yeah. I was, like, oh, my God, he's calling me to, like, congratulate me. Anyway, I pick up the phone. He's, like, hey, can I borrow your car? <laughs> and I was, like, oh, um, yeah, sure. And he's, like, oh, my God, thank you so much because mine's, like, run out of fuel. And then he hung up. And I was, like, oh. <laughs> he just like, pulled me down to earth. I was, like, yeah, Phoebe, like, why are you expecting him to call you and congratulate you? And then he texted later and he's, like, oh, my God, I've just seen it. Congrats. And I was, like, thanks.
1: Oh, that's. I guess is that like kind of like like in a funny way like a little bit of a nice way to sort of remind you that yeah like while cricket can sometimes seem like it's the center of the earth and like the most important thing like it's it's sometimes not like it's there's also another part of your life
2: yeah it's so refreshing I think um I get caught up in that a bit and I you know if we lose a game I'm like oh it's the worst thing ever and then I go back to college and they're like oh what did oh. you do today like they don't actually like they don't actually like cricket's actually not the biggest thing yep. and so yeah it's quite nice to ha- sort of have that um escape from it i guess nice
1: do you reckon you'll see any of the um college mates at north sydney oval tomorrow or tuesday
2: yeah a couple of them are coming out which is nice a few of the sydney wow. sydney um sydney Dwellers, which will be good. first cricket match for them maybe no a couple of them came to the thunder thunder matches oh, nice. during the big bash but um yeah they're pretty pumped to see them in the aussie cars so and, they're learning the ropes that's so good.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. Oh, Phoebes, thank you so much for chatting to us today. Loved it. Again, we are stoked for you and wish you all the very, very best for tomorrow with you and, and the fam at North Sydney Oval. So fingers crossed for another cracking game and hopefully you still don't have an
2: average by the end of tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Anne. Thanks a back and enjoy the stroke play of Meg
0: Lanning. This
1: is excellent batting by Ash Gardner.
0: Jonathan strikes again. She's on a hat trick. She comes at Molyneux. Catch is taken by Perry.
3: The Australian Marine